Hello, everybody. Hello, friends. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Are You Really Living? Uh, today, I have with me um, Mr. Brian with his wife, Mrs. Uh, uh, I'm, wow, I just forgot the last name because I call you guys by your first name so much. Etienne. Etienne. Mrs. Etienne. So I have Mr. Brian and Mrs. Etienne. Her first name is actually Kami. That's not her real name, but that's what we all call her, Kami. So I would like to welcome both of them to the podcast today so we can talk about many topics and, you know, go over certain things in terms of, because they are newlyweds, um, in terms of uh, being a newlywed couple, what to what they go through, how they got to be where they are today. So without further ado, Mr. Brian and... Uh, Mrs. Etienne, I give you guys the floor. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We're glad to be here, answer any questions, see what the opinion. Okay, okay. See what's going on. I'll start with uh, Kami first, which is Mrs. Etienne. So how did you guys, how did you guys meet? Um, We actually met in church. Um, I think it was 2009, but we actually started talking in 2010, and then we became friends, and the rest is history. Pretty much. Is the same for you too, Brian? Yeah. So when you guys were friends at that time, did you ever think you were going to be together at one point? I mean, I always said we would. Not knowing it would actually happen, but hey, years later, it finally did. Okay. So you always saw her as a potential. Yeah. I actually did. But you didn't see him as a potential? Nope, I didn't. Okay, why and did I just saw him as a friend Um, since I was in a relationship. I'm like, we're just friends. We're talking, best friends. But I never thought that we would be here today. So I did. How did he convince you? I guess when I was, when I knew that my, I wanted to get out of my last relationship and we started talking, I'm like, this could go somewhere. So he started talking to me, saying things that I never heard before. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just give this a chance. And then I did. Wow. Menu. How about you, Mr. Brian, like what attracted, what pushed you to go in and take the next step? I mean, I think I was say I'm one of those cliche guys that like when I first saw her, I knew, but it was just like, I always had that idea in the back of my head that like, I wouldn't say that I knew I was going to marry her, but I knew we was going to be together one day. And it, after a lot of, challenges, high points, low points, it just blossomed to be what it is today. And then we finally decided to take the next step together. Okay. Now I know I know you guys well. Both of you grew up in the church, conservative parents. Um how was that in terms of bringing the two family together? I mean it was very simple, I would say, cuz Yeah, it was. Cuz honestly, both of our parents are like heavily involved in the church and so they already know each other and it was like saying like 
the only concerns that they had was she had a boyfriend at the time. I had a girlfriend at the time. And so, like, when we started, like, seeing where this was actually going and, like, when we, we didn't say it, but it was, like, kind of confirmed that, like, yeah, we both want the same thing. Once our parents found out, they were pretty much, like, on board with it. There was no reservations or any concerns. It was just that, like I said, our parents knew we were in our own relationships. So they would like, just make sure that you end things well, that it doesn't hurt the other person. Like if crazy X decided to come after you because of X, Y, Z or anything like that, you don't bring trouble home. But other than that, they were pretty much on board with it. I mean, her parents love me. They considered me their son even before we got married. But my parents were happy about it. They were happy that I found someone in church and they were fine with it. What about you, Mel? What about you, Kami? What do you say to that? Um, it was the same for me. Um, my mom knew that um Brian had a girlfriend because she was on board with it, but when she heard that Brian had a girlfriend, she was like, mm. um, yeah. Mm, just be careful but after that when I told her what's going on she was like okay that's good and they just welcomed him with open arms because they already knew because the first thing of course he's in the church so they they automatically were like okay yes but they got to know him so they were like yeah I'm just going to pray if he's the one for you then he'll still be if he's not the one then you know so we, exactly. Now, one of the thing is when you grow up in the church, mm -hmm. um, you're always told, you know, to pray about it. And once God will give you the sign and you will know that person is for you, you have to be equally yoked. What was the sign from God? Or when did you believe that, you know, God talked to you and said, this is the one for me? Not like, a, like talk to me. Because I know God is not going to give you like a sign sign. Oh. I mean, this is one for you, but I just knew that he was the one. It's just in my heart. I had that peace, I should say, about my decision. So that's how I knew. Whenever I'm deciding on something, when I have peace about it, I'm like, okay, this is it. But if I don't have peace, I'm questioning it. I know that, you know, maybe I should step back. But yeah, I had the peace. I was like, okay. I'll just go on with it and see where it goes. What about you, Brian? How did the Lord speak with you? I mean, it's the same thing Cammy said. It's not like it was a direct, like direct answer saying, Yeah, Brian, this is the person for you. It was just more so like me coming out of a relationship so fresh and looking at the history of like past relationships. It was like saying that it was like a breath of fresh air. Like I got something that i wasn't used to in other relationships it was like everything that i had been used to with cami i got the complete opposite mm -hmm. like i had someone that was actually like nurturing that really always cared to check on how i was doing always making sure that i was okay and it was like the moment that i saw like cami would be selfless to make sure that i was okay before herself that was like the clear sign that like yeah that this is the one wow this is this is beautiful this is beautiful now let's let's talk about first date 
Do you guys remember your first date? Where did you guys go? We went to the movies. <laughs> oh, then you guys started dating very young. Right? Like early 20s? I was 2015, so... I was... I was 20, yeah. yeah. I was 20, Cammy was 21. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the movies. Remember what movies you guys saw? Honestly, no. I, know. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. remember the movie. I don't remember the movie, but I know for sure we went to the movies. Mm-hmm. That was the first day. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the proposal. Did you know he was going to propose to you that day? Yes, I knew. You knew? I knew. Was it somebody that told you, or you had the gut feeling? I knew. I had the gut feeling, but... If somebody did tell you, don't say it. You don't it, have to say no, it. they didn't say it like, oh, he's going to propose. But my mom, my mom, dang, you put yeah, me under the bus. Yeah, I'm, my mom dropped the hands. She I was feel like, what? I she feel was what? like, yeah, she was like, um, make sure you look beautiful. And the thing is, they were invited, so I'm like, they're invited to Brian's party. That's weird. So I kind of knew. And then one of my friends, because I told them, whenever Brian is proposing, let me know so I can go do my nails. And she was like, let's go do our nails together. And I'm like, okay, it's going to happen. Oh, okay. But I just, I had, I'm like, I know it's going to happen, but I'm just going to wait just in case. I don't want to be like happy yeah, that it doesn't happen. So. Yeah. But I knew. So, <laughs> I mean, for, for those of you who doesn't understand what he just said, because, you know, we are Haitian. Um, he just said, well, what I was tying say? my shoes. No way, I wasn't proposing. I was just going down. To, I was getting down on one knee to tie my shoes. So he was tying his shoes. So, <laughs> and then he came back up with a ring, right? Bingo. Pretty much what happened there. Okay. And um, thank you for inviting me to you guys' wedding. I had an amazing time. It was great. It was, I had fun. Um, so, in terms of the wedding, who was the one that planned it all? Pretty much me. You planned the whole wedding? Majority of it, yeah. How was it? Honestly, it it wasn't as stressful how people made it seem, but mm-hmm. I will say that Cammy was a big help because of the fact of her knowing already what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. We looked at other venues and it just didn't sit right with us. Don't get us wrong. Some of the places were nice. It was beautiful. It, and some of them were actually cheaper, but it was just, it didn't, it didn't excite us about those places. So, Going with the venue that we chose, which was Secret Garden, mm-hmm. a lot of the things there, they pretty much have it where you have to use their people. So a lot of the choices was easy for me. So, so in other words, it removed the headache. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So like for the first thing was definitely you had to use one of their two caterings. And other than that, everything else was really your choice, but they did give you the options if you wanted to use your own people or if you wanted to use the vendors that they have there. Of course, I went with the vendors that I knew for the other stuff because through close friends, whatever, the discounts, um, other the other people helping us out, it made it a lot simple. Like DJ was referred to my cousin and the, one of the mylands of the wedding, the 360, she's the one that provided that for us. Photographer was recommended to somebody else. But other than that, everything was like all word of mouth. So it was easy to plan. I just told them exactly what I wanted. They made it happen. They told me what the price was. And, and together. I got it together. Now, what about the dress for you? How did you go about it? Did you have to go to a lot of places? Was it hard for you to pick the dress? Um, It was not. I, I'm simple. So I wanted something simple but beautiful. So I think I went to three places. And the third place, I already picked the dress. 
but I went to the last one just in case. And then when I put on the dress and I was like, this is it. Did he see it? No, not. Did you? So I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> there was a time that I didn't I didn't make a scene or I didn't let it be known. But there was a time that Cammy actually opened her phone in front of me while she was showing somebody. And I seen it. I had to play it off. But I ain't gonna lie, I kind of almost shed a tear because I saw it. But I like, yeah, I'm gonna just keep the secret until the wow. podcast. Until the I was gonna take it with me to the grave, but you know, I had to let the world know that I saw. Oh. I was happy about what I saw. But he he was happy. He liked it. He liked it, right? I loved it. That's crazy. You had you had no idea, no, right? No, because I, I asked him. I'm like, did you see it? You know, oh no, I didn't but see did, anything. Did you see his suit? I did. Did you Carl, prove it? Carl, Carl showed me. Carl messed Carl, it up. Carl showed me. I'm like, let me show you. Uh, for the- those of you who doesn't know, Carl is the best man of the wedding as well. So, oh, so you guys had agreed like you were not gonna show each other's yeah, dress and pretty suit. much. Yeah, it was just that different circumstances and ended up ruining that. And it was just like it is what it is. Like Carl, Carl showed her my suit when he was trying to show her a hey, the suit that I have doesn't match the same shade of green. And that's when he ended up revealing the whole suit. Yeah. I only showed the lapel, just like the zoomed color. in, yeah. just to show the color. But he showed the whole thing. I like yeah. this guy. But it is what it is. Now let, let's, it was even. <laughs> let's talk about uh, uh, bachelor party, bachelorette. How was your bachelorette, and where did you go? Um, I went to Saint Croix, mm-hmm. Virgin Island. Yeah, it was great. It was just a relaxing weekend with uh, some of my bridesmaids and some close friends, and we had fun. But he didn't have a bachelor. He just went out. Yeah, I with me going through the transition of starting my new promotion at work with my new position, I wasn't able to really take the time off like I wanted. So I, a few of us from the wedding party, we just got together, went into a couple local places, and just so you didn't travel, nah, just did something local. wasn't bad. It was just fun to hang out with the guys that we haven't really hung out in a while. So. Still okay. a good time. I don't even know I wasn't invited, but that's another story for me. I mean that that, that had to do with me because I wasn't a story for another. Day. I wasn't behind that one, so that was that's not my fault. So for the honeymoon, where did you guys go? We went to Grenada. Grenada. For some reason, I'm, I was under the impression you guys went to Jamaica. No. no. So originally, the original destination was supposed to be Saint Lucia, but um, when we got ready to go ahead and book it. For some reason, it went from seven thousand to thirteen thousand. So we're like, yeah, we we ain't trying to see Saint Croix. That I mean, we ain't trying to see Saint Lucia. Saint Lucia that bad. So we'll catch we'll catch them next time. All right. As you guys know, this this show is about are you really living? In other words, inspiring others. You know, changing others' lives. Somebody listening right now. Um, in terms of being married what would you say to someone right now that's in the dating scene what to look for um before they get into marriage for me i would say um take your time don't rush into anything take your time and get to know that person really get to know them before you make that step because once you make that step i know you can go back you know divorce and everything but it's like once you make that next step, it's like it's going to be hard. So take your time, get to know that person, and 
just make sure that this is the one, this is the person that you want to marry for the rest of your life because you're going to be living with them 24-7. So just take your time. That's my advice. Take your time from Hammy. What about you, sir? Honestly, I'll say the same thing. Take your time. Find someone that compliments your, I want to say your lifestyle, like someone that balances you. Like if, like, for example, for me, Cammy was the perfect balance because I was always a hothead. Like my anger was really up there. And Cammy was the person that helped me calm down a lot, realize that not everything needs a reaction, that not everything involves me getting mad, that sometimes my anger may cause me to make the wrong decision. And I was glad that she was the one that kept me leveled on the ground. So I would say, make sure you find what a partner is intended to be, someone that holds you down, someone that helps you grow, that you help each other grow. That the same way, wherever you like that other, that that person helps build you up there and vice versa. It's just going from there. So in other words, balance each other out. Yes. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, now, really quickly, that this is the part this we call, I call that the rapid, rapid question part. So I ask you guys a series of questions and then you answer them yes or no rapidly. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, skydiving, yes or no. Have we or would we? Would we? Maybe. I would. Yes. Maybe for Kami. Yes. For, yes. For, for uh, uh, Brian. Parasailing. Yeah, oh, we've yes, done that. We did it. That's fine. Swimming with sharks. No. no. Both of them said no. Why? No. Mabla. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. I, I'm not Caucasian. <laughs> uh, about social media. Um, who's between the both of you, who's more into social media? In other words, that's always in their phone. That would definitely be me. Yeah, do you, do you, I mean, me too, but I take... She takes breaks from it. Yeah, I, I take breaks from it because it's, it tends to be, like, addictive. So I'm like, yeah, I need to take a break from it, but... Have you tried to get a break from it, Brian? I have, but it didn't last more than a day, so yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's it's not really the fact that, like, I get addicted to it. It's like, for me, I know what Cammy going to say. She's going to be like, oh, I could turn to the Bible, those different things. But for me, honestly, it's just a way for me to unwind from work. Because majority of the time I work, I'm not going to say I work in a high stressful environment, but I'm working in something that involves me constantly like problem solving, trying to communicate with customers, things like that. So it's like when I do get a chance to unwind, I go to social media just to like relax, watch funny videos, catch whatever I catch, see what's going on with time. And that's all it really is. It's not like I'm, I'm going to say that I'm addicted to social media just to always be involved in, in everything. It's really just a way of me just... Letting go of work, like just winding down. Okay, so in other words, that is very therapeutic for you. Pretty much, that's all it is. So my the next question, my follow up before we wrap up: Once you guys do have kids, I put an S behind it, or children, would you? How old before you consider them or allowing them to go on social media? For me, I'm Haitian. 
I'm full-blown Haitian, so 14, 15, because that's when I had, like, I went on social media, so 14, 15, but you never know. I would, I mean, in all wishful thinking, I would say the same thing, too, but realistically, it's hard to control, because... We live in a generation where as we get older, everything is all controlled by technology. And it's like, as a parent, your first thing is always going to be concern. You're always going to want to know where your kids are, if they're okay, things like that. So the first natural instinct, you give them a phone. You give them a phone, you send them to school, their friends are going to say, hey, did you see this? Or did you know about that? Then they get into social media. And at that point, you really have no control over it because I see it with my cousin. My little cousin, I seen her TikTok and the stuff that she puts, I know for sure her mom and dad don't know it and never seen it. So it's like saying you can't be with your kid 24-7, but that's why I say realistically, I would say I know they're going to have it and try to control it, but there's only so much you could do when you're not around with them. But but the what age do you think you'd be if you were able to be like if if it's coming from you directly if how it was, old you that's what I said if it was realistically me knowing that I would be able to control that then I would say the same age 14, 15. 14, 15. okay all right now um, both of you are Haitian um, due to some situation that's going on in Haiti I know both of you would love to visit and go. Um, is it something that's in the, in the near future for both of you when once thing, things calm down um, to go yes. visit home? I've been here for 12, 13 years now, and I never went back. So I always wanted to go back just to visit my grandma because she's 94, 95, and I just want to see her one last time before she goes. So that's one of my main reason for going there but um for now no but in the near future yes if everything calms down i would want to go oh same thing because i i will say that i haven't been to haiti since i was a few months old so i can't ever say i ever got a chance to really experience it and i know it kind of did bother me because of the fact that i did have a chance to go before but i didn't and it was literally sh- like short, some short time after I did end up losing my grandfather. And it kind of did bother me that I know that my si- my sister, my cousins, they had a chance to interact with him, seeing him in his happy place one last time. And I didn't get that, that ability. Well, I didn't choose the ability to go and enjoy that myself. So... I definitely would want to go over there and definitely meet family. I have plenty of family over there that I've never met and I would love to. So if things was to get better over there, I would definitely love to go and visit Haiti. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, same here. Um, I can't wait for things to get back to normal so I can go. You know, it's, 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 crazy. it's home no matter what. Yep. Yeah. So in conclusion, again, thank you for both of you for coming in the show. Uh, for the listeners, um, I know Brian, he's in the uh, a car industry, if you're looking for a car. So I don't know if you want to put his plug in terms of where you, where you can reach him. Uh, where can the listeners reach you on social media? So I don't really use social, social media as much anymore for 
for work, but if anybody is interested in the car, my phone number is 305-319-0260. Um, you could call, text, anything you choose, I always respond. Again, my number is 305-319-0260. And for you, Kami, I don't know if you have anything you want to plug or if you want to give your social media handle, if somebody want to reach out for whatever marriage counseling or marriage advice, whatever the case is. Um, I was just saying, I'm Brian's manager, so you can reach out to me. All right. So you hear here, you hear the first here. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're looking for a car, advice, whatever it may be, reach out to Brian. He just provided you guys with his phone. And thank you again uh, to the listeners. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And remember, always ask yourself that question. Are you really living? Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you again to my guests, and I'll see you guys on the next one.